discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what is going on? How are you doing today? Hope everything is fine. <laughs> All right, we're just going to get into it. Um, this is Married at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 15, Past Lives and Open Minds. So these, you know, last couple episodes are going to be pretty short. Just, or they're going to run short just because they're really just, I don't want to say wasting time, but it's like, you know, I think either like two or one week before uh, decision day. So, you know, there aren't many real things to talk about other than, of course, the lasting concerns of what the couples are going through and some last minute questions like, okay, this is what I need answered before they uh, make their decision. All right, so we have, uh, okay, so it's going to, it's, oh yeah, so the past lives and open minds, this is the episode where uh, the couples take each other to their uh, respective upbringing, their childhood places, their favorite places, or their sad places, and all that good stuff, and then it, it, it allows them, it allows the other person to see where that couple is where that person is coming from how they were raised why they are the way that they are so it's all good stuff um certainly i probably i wish maybe this it, it, it's funny because i think as the seasons go on this part comes later where in early episodes i believe that that stuff would come a lot earlier so you know who you're dealing with and why they are the way that they are but uh, yeah, th- that's what this uh, episode is about. So, so it's 10 days until decision day. We have Jasmine and Michael. So Jas- uh, Jasmina grew up in Hartford, Connecticut. So they stopped by her ho- her old house. And she says that the house that they were in was the last house. The, the house that Jasmina has shown Michael is it's the last house their parents were together under one roof and um you know she she gets kind of uh misty about that and they go to her old high school which looked like a freaking castle uh it was freaking ridiculous um, but it looked very nice uh and the she said her dad was sometimes would pick her up in a big truck so he was a truck driver you know one of them 18 wheelers that's crazy that he would pull up to that school with the big ass truck but i mean it's not like the school was like a rinky dink ass school the 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 school it, the school it seemed looked like it was on the highway it was that big of a damn school so you had that much lane to uh take up to um you know put that 18 wheeler in so yeah that, that was nuts so um Oh yeah, so everybody is tasked with a um with a with a thing to write them write their younger selves a note from their future selves to tell them, you know, whatever well just pretty much write write a note to your younger self, essentially. So, um she reads about herself how, you know, everybody was abandoning abandoning her and she had a teacher. Um I forget her name and I don't want to name I don't want to get her wrong because you know she snapped at Michael for getting the teacher's name wrong but that teacher really uh 
did a did a service to Jasmina and was kind to her every day and and made her see the uh the brighter side of everything so she really 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 loved that teacher and so she was like you know thank you to mrs blah 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 you know for really pulling me out of like the darkness and making me like a happy person blah 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 and having me you know go through um a lot of those things not by myself you know so and of course jasmine was crying michael was crying and Michael was like, oh, wow, like, that's really crazy how Jasmina really um, became vulnerable, because it's true. Jasmina always was touting to Michael, hey, get vulnerable, get vulnerable, get vulnerable. He's like, oh, yo, look, yo, take it easy, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it's really cool that Jasmina finally got vulnerable, and uh, yeah, that was the most, I think that was probably like the most vulnerable that I've seen her since, I guess, her wedding day when she cried and stuff like that so like that was really good that that came to pass um yeah all right so uh <clears throat> mark and Lindsay. uh mark and Lindsay. okay so <laughs> um she has her diary cam and she's like oh, i spent all night listening to mark telling me that i'm too much too caring too giving uh he uh, well, if he feels that he needs to feel like that, he needs to find a lesser woman because, no, I'm not trying to, uh, whatever, not emasculate, but, like, you know, lessen myself or whatever. And it's like, it's not even really that. Although, for me, I doubt that he said too much too giving, but, um, or too caring. But you know what you two are of? You're too annoying. That's what Lindsay is. You're freaking annoying. And I know you're always on you know, 10 or 11, as soon as the freaking rooster wakes up the morning, you're on 5,000, and everybody else is on 4, because we just fucking woke up, but, like, you, I don't know, you just need to calm down, and you need to, uh, recognize your, uh, codependency, because even though, like, you say that you're, Sing, not single. What am I talking about? That you're like, uh, well, like, I don't know. Like you're you're so hell bent on helping people, and helping people is great. It, I I like to help people, but it's like, if you can't help somebody, you're like, you feel like you're not drained, but the opposite. You're empty, you know, and you're like, I need to. I need to help somebody. Are you in help? Are you? Are you? Do you need help, sir? Do you need help, miss? Because I will help you. I will help you. You know, you're like that. You're like you want to like help so much, and that again, that's quote unquote great. But at the same time, it's like, fam, calm down. <laughs> you know, so you can't be up people's ass who don't need. You don't need to be up their ass. Like Mark says all the time. You know, well, Mark said last episode, I believe, he was like, yo, don't. You know, you're like, oh my god, you're. Your life is in shambles, and I had to come and uh, help you, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. My life ain't in shambles, bitch. <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? He's like, stop saying that. My life is not falling apart. You know, so, I mean, whether it is or not, that's up to him. But he's he's letting you know, you know, just like you don't listen to to things that he says. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Um, but... <laughs> But but again, to throw Lindsay a bone, yeah, I, it does suck that 
with like who you are it isn't enough for the person and well in this case you're too much of it and you don't want to bring yourself down which i understand but you gotta understand man sometimes yo we need a break i'm not even in a relationship with you and i need a break from you like just watching you on television i'm just like oh my god like i need to put the volume down because this chick is like she's going insane she she has way too much energy you know maybe maybe it might be a sexual drive too maybe which is why she always thinks that mark isn't putting it down because you know she's always revved up man yeah 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 maybe if she got put down uh, and um this isn't uh uh this isn't a uh a, a hit to mark i'm just saying it's like maybe if someone like gave her the business like she would probably like calm down and like go to bed or something like that or or like take a nap because you know she got done and 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 all that exerted energy is like gone but i don't know she she she's she's a crazy one that one so we get to uh katina and Olajuwon. um um what's it called they uh uh they show Olajuwon's place um i think they went i think he went to his, oh well he definitely went to his old stopping grounds i don't know if they went to his house or whatever but he, no i think they did yeah yeah and he said they used to play stickball and stuff like that. And, you know, oh, yeah, you know, because on the streets, you know, you can't, you know, you can't be pussy, blah, blah, blah. You can't be soft. So that's why he said that, like, he is the way that he is because he had to, like, toughen up. You know, it sucks because he, he didn't want that. Um, You know, he's he, he's not about that life. But, I mean, that's how he was raised. And I get it. And, you know, you, I mean, come on, that's that's the way of the world now, right? Ain't it? Like you can't be um you can't be uh forceful or I mean no, you can't be soft or you'd be looked at as a bitch or a pussy by your peers and women won't sleep with you. So yeah. So we have to suck our you know, suck everything up and that's it. So it's like it's it's stupid. Um I don't know. Um but yeah, he used to be chubby too, and but now he's diesel and it it because it's it's funny because like him and Michael and I guess with a lot of people too it's like you know when they're young and and the, distraught because uh Michael and Elijah grew up poor so when you're young and distraught you know you go to the gym and then you get buff and then it changes you but you know I guess it changes you for the better because both of them were successful in attaining women. Granted, they're on the show. They couldn't get any wives, but still, they still got women. So I don't know if that should be something that I should be looking into. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's interesting that 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 the gym is like heaven for people. You know, it's. I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah. Um, but anyway, so of course, uh, Dr. Pepper is in this episode trying to figure out what's going on with everybody and with Mark and Lindsay, this, this was interesting to me. Um, this was very interesting to me and this is one of the rare times, not rare times, but this is one of the 
few times that I love this show when they capture things. Especially especially this conversation right here. So Dr. Pepper is saying to Mark, you know what's going on, what's happening. So Mark goes like, yo, I hate it when this chick freaking tells, you know, is tickling me, whatever. And I'm like, yo, no, stop, 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 stop it. Get off me. Stop, stop, stop. And she doesn't want to listen. And then um, uh, Dr. Pepper goes, and you don't listen? She's like, well, you know, it's kind of like in a playful thing, like, ha, ah, whatever. And, you know, like, you don't know who to believe, sort of. But then they show you the clip where, yeah, it's more what Lindsay's saying. But then he, but then at the end, he goes, listen, like, no means no. Like, get off me. Like, he's, he's trying to be cordial with her. And not like, yo, stop, bitch. You know, like, he's not doing that. But he's like, yo, I, I, I really don't like this. And it's so interesting to see, to hear what, to hear their accounts of what happened and what really happened. Because we never get that. And when I, when I saw that, I automatically thought of all, like, the cases of, like, sexual assault or whatever where things like that might happen and we never have video. And and that whole thing, that a literal exact thing that happened with Mark and Lindsay is exactly what Bill Burr had to say in his, I think, Paper, Paper Tiger um, thing, where it's like, you know, if a guy is accused of something and he, because he said like, you know, no, he's like, no means no. No, no doesn't mean no. Because um, sometimes girls will think that they said no but they're like no stop that's why the guy keeps going and it was the very same thing well like when's like Lindsay was because like mark mark was playing around and saying no stop i don't want that just like bill burr said that women do but if you just read if you don't see the context and you just read what's on the paper you know, stop, I don't want this, please don't do this, you know, I beg you, stop, you know, yeah, now it sounds fucking rapey, you know what I mean? So it's really cool seeing that take place, not necessarily in real time, but like, it's like, wow, okay, this is how, this is, this is, ah, beautiful, it really is, because like, the, your recollect your recollection and what really happens can differ dramatically you know and i just wish we had more video out there for people that's it but just seeing that i was like wow that's crazy but regardless dr pepper said that yeah um you guys have horrible communication skills because you know one person is saying one thing and the other person is interpreting it differently and and of course, Lindsay uh, talks about her saying, oh, um, he doesn't want me, um, you know, he doesn't want me in my full potential, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so he needs to get a lesser woman. I'm done. You know, the wall is up. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not sure if this is the right guy for me. All this stuff. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, he's, get, he's getting it hard. 
and he's like, no, like, listen, I could freaking trust me. I can, I've, I've, I mean, he kind of shouldn't have said this, but it's like, he said like, yo, I could fake it better than most guys. All right. Like I, I can be in love with somebody that I never even had love for. I can do it. I could take care of you. I can, you know, I could do that. But like with you, you know, you're a bit much, but I can, trust me, I can, I can get there. You know, I can, I can be there with you, you know, no, no issues, no nothing. I was like, wow. Okay. So, you know, he's really trying to assure Lindsay, but you know, Lindsay needs fucking assurance. Like, I don't know, like a little baby or like a kitty or something like that, because she's always constantly looking for reassurance constantly. And you know, me, you know, me too, but like, damn son not like not like this <laughs> not like this <laughs> freaking switch from the matrix anyway um so yeah she needs help <laughs> uh but but also uh what's it say mark needs to um calm down too like, we'll, we'll we'll find out later well actually i'll tell you now he he kind of does oh yeah in the in their conversation Lindsay says that, you know, I want a guy who, you know, who wants to try things, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Mark goes, like, yo, I try stuff. And she's like, no, sometimes. And then they show you every time that he tried a new thing that Lindsay wanted so Lindsay can shut the fuck up. And so did Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's like, yo, he's tried mad shit that he doesn't try, okay? Like, you want him to fucking try the fucking world, you know? But, like, sometimes, you know. I might not like what you like. The fuck, you know? You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, why do you need to go cuckoo for cocoa puffs? You know? But I mean, I get what she's saying. But he can't like everything. But at the same time, Mark does need to spread his wings and try to like one things that she's into. But you know, definitely try other things. Or like, you can't stay the same dude. That you were. I don't even know how old he is, but you can't say that same dude, man. You gotta, you gotta branch out, buddy. So we get. Oh, so it's nine days until decision day. Uh, we get to Hyde Park, Massachusetts. This is Michael's hometown. Um. Yeah. So they they uh Michael took Jasmina to his house, his old house, and uh, the house where he lived with his mom. And also uh, the park where him and his older brother, his older brother would wake him up like every day at like seven o'clock in the morning, just either, I don't know, run or play and stuff, you know, I guess for this disciplinary reasons, but not like, oh, you're in trouble. Let's freaking do a mile. But, you know, just discipline, man, consistency and discipline. And, you know, you know, he, he's been following that mantra ever since. So now we got uh, Stephen Noy. They go to Steve's house with his, uh, which is with where, which is in Waltham, Massachusetts. So, you know, they go to his house. I mean, and, and his mom still lives there. He says, so he said like, this is the only house that he's ever known. So they live in the same house and you can tell like, she's like accumulated mad shit, like f- over 40 years worth of shit in that house. <laughs> you know, it, it seems like a, yeah, this is like a, not a generational house, but like, yeah, we're not. We're not going anywhere. Um, and he goes to his room. And of course, his old room, his three brothers used to live in there. But now it's the grand, the grandkids room. 
and um, he sees his stuffed animal. He's like, oh, yeah, this is my boy, you know, Sparky. You know, I used to have him when I was super little. And then, like, Noi kind of gets, like, I don't want to say freaked out, but she makes a point to say, like, mm, you're 38 years old and you have a stuffed animal. What's up with that? It's like, bitch, first of all, one, he doesn't even live there, okay? He does not have a stuffed animal. The stuffed animal is kept at his childhood home, okay? That's where it is. You didn't find that child. You didn't find Sparky at your house or at, you know, his house uh, that he lives in. Well, no, he doesn't live in an house. I forgot. Well, did no, did, didn't he? I don't remember. Does he have a place? He's got to have a place. But yeah, you didn't find him at his, you didn't find Sparky at his place, and you, it's not like you were going around, you know, your apartment, your you know. You're a shared apartment with him, and then all of a sudden you see Sparky there, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? Like, so, like, get out of here. And and even like, yo, you're one to freaking. You got freaking fake ass wigs, and like, so you can churn into personalities. And you're fucking 38 or whatever how old you are. You know what I mean? Like, you're a grown woman, and and you're trying out all these other personas. You know what I mean? Like, who, who like, wh- why are you judging him for that? And it's not like he like plays it plays with it it's freaking decoration you know what's up with that see like me and see i don't know like noi is, is i mean she's still my boo of the show but she's you know she she loses points every time i mean i'm freaking 42 years old and i got stuffed animals all around this damn room and i have action figures around this room too and uh black and white statues of uh famous superheroes you know what i mean so like in my Am I whack too now? You know? The fuck? It is what it is. I don't know. But, um, anyway. Eight days until decision day. Um, be fine. It's with Michael and Jasmina. They're with, uh, Dr. Pepper. And, um, she and Jasmina admits that. I mean, they both admit that, yeah, they want to have whatever, a child and a year and a half, two years, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then Dr. Pepper's like, well, uh, what are you guys going to do about that now? <laughs> you know, like pretty much all y'all fucking. And they are not, you know, Jasmina says that she is not attracted to Michael. And Michael is obviously attracted to Jasmina. He wants to knock the boots. I mean, he hasn't said that, but he's like, he's more so like, damn, I'm trying to get, you know, be closer to this person. And this person doesn't <clears throat> see me in that vein. It's messed up too, you know. I'm telling you, man. It's because it's he's short. <laughs> it's because he's short, and he doesn't exude that manliness thing, you know. Despite him having muscles, and that's a, that's probably what she thinks. She probably thinks that he's a cool dude, he's fun, whatever. But then, like, that's it. Um. Uh, yeah. There's no sparks. Anyway, seven days till decision day. Um. Uh, Steven Noy, uh, Noy, you know, talks about his, um, Noy talks about her family, how they grew up, and what, you know, Noy saw, like, her mom, I believe, you know, one day with blood stains on her face, and she's, like, started crying, like, yo, like, why do my, like, why do my parents have to work so hard? So she started feeling guilty, like, what, you know, why do I have to be born and stuff like that? So she's, like, so she made, like, a promise to herself that she's never gonna, like, live like that. And that's why she's so hell-bent on Steve finding a job and whatever. Because he's like, yo, I'm not trying to live like that. 
you know, I'm not trying to put our kids into that and stuff like that. You know, I don't want to do that. That's why, you know, I'm so hard with getting my job and never, never having, not, I don't want to say never having any vacation time, but like, she's never not had a job and stuff. So like, that's why she's so hell-bent on Steve getting a job. But at the same time, we realized what her true intention was and it's to be a stay-at-home mother. So like, are you not shitting in the face of your mom? And now that you, you want to be a stay-at-home mom and the husband does the work for you now? Like, what 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 happened to you crying over your mom with the bloodstained face? You know, like, what happened to, what happened to that dream? What happened to that drive? You're like, eh, fuck it, I don't want to do that anymore. Once I get a man in my life, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> you know, so, I don't know. Um... Yeah, we go to Mark and Lindsay. Lindsay takes him to the woods because that's where she always used to run. She she admitted that she ran away a couple times from home, but like she only went ran away to like the neighbor's house. And they're like, "Oh, your kids at my house. Get this chick out of here." But and Mark was like, "Ugh," because he hates apparently he hates nature. He hates a lot of things. So like he hates nature, and he's not not necessarily enjoying the the trip even though i'm like yo you better f-. she sees she sees you not enjoying this mark so you need to stop that shit you know like it's the fucking woods like grow up man like in- enjoy the shit it's only it's gonna be over in like half an hour you'll be fine you know what i mean so um yeah it kind of sucks that mark wasn't into it so yeah with, with those things yes Lindsay, he needs to be more mark needs to be more attentive absolutely and the last thing, um, it was like, it was, uh, Stephen Noy and we find out hey, cause you know, they're, they're still having the beef about like, not beef, but they're still trying to figure out their living arrangements cause Noy doesn't want to, you know, lose the house, lose the apartment that she was in because that's where she found independence, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, uh, Steve was like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work. And then Dr. Pepper chimes in. She was like, she lives, uh, separately from her husband and then Noe's like why you see it works it works and she's like hold up bitch okay she said she's from she's on her second marriage okay their first marriage was 23 years this new not new marriage but the, the latest marriage is 16 years so she but she said she the other one back then she used to live with you know she had kids so like it'd be very hard to manage a, a spot like that you know live separately but take, still take care of your kids and I, and I and i understand that but like at the same time i mean i can i could probably understand actually i do understand dr pepper's position with you know getting what you want later in life because like yeah she's like i, I don't need to freaking stay with you you know we're married but we live separately and and that's i don't know that just seems super weird to me it how i don't know man it's like that seems like so much work especially at like when you get older you know what i mean like yo dr pepper is no spring chicken you know what i'm saying so let's let's say she's 60 right so like you want me to freaking let's say it's like seven o'clock and i got home at five from work you want me to come over your house i don't even let's say i don't know 15 20 minutes away you want me to come over your house and waste gas and all that stuff just to come over and eat food, have breakfast. I mean, not breakfast, 
have dinner and then leave after like an hour and a half to go back home like what we're not gonna freaking spend time with each other and like you know shoot the shit and you know let's say we shoot the shit and now it's like 11 o'clock you're gonna kick me out i mean you're probably obviously you're not gonna kick me out you know i'm your husband but at the same time like we live separately i don't want to stay i don't want to i don't want to go home too late because i don't live here you know, I would want to go back to my own spot. So now I got to leave your spot at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Waste more gas because I got to go back home. You know what I mean? It's like, what the f- And then, like, where's the banter? Now Now I got to do banter over the phone? Like, what? I don't know, man. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't, that shit is not appealing to me at all. I mean, I know some people who don't share the same bedroom. I I know that. And I guess that's more plausible because you're at least under the same roof. You just don't retire to bed together because, you know, some people have different uh, arrangements. Some people can't, you know, uh, let's say the guy wants to watch television and fall asleep that way the woman doesn't and she doesn't want to you know get the blue screen of death you know on her face and stuff like that so i understand so they just go to separate rooms and then like that's it you you good but separate houses yo mm i'm good bro that's that's i don't know that's not even right <laughs> but yeah so um the last thing is um what is it? It's um, Katina Olajuwon and Dr. Pepper's there, and you know they're talking, 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 whatever. Doesn't matter. But the thing is, Olajuwon's number one concern is, uh, is um, what's her face? Is um, Katina and her going to college? And the producer was like, "Yo, would you want her to say no?" Would you want her to say no on decision day to better herself? And he was like, yeah, I would do that. I would say that, but I'm not going to tell her that. You know, and he started crying because, like, damn, like, you kind of put him in a difficult situation because, like, you, he really thinks that it's going to be hard. And it is. It's going to be hard to start her career, have kids, and take care of him. Yes, women do it. Yes, you are super women, blah, blah, blah. But don't tell me that that shit ain't hard. <laughs> you know? Like that shit is hard, and that and that's what he wants to avoid. I'm not, I don't think he necessarily wants easy street, but he knows that shit is hard. You know what I mean? So, I get it. I get it. Um. Yeah, but that I mean, but that's it. Uh, so I I don't know what's gonna I don't know what's gonna go on with them. They're 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 a they're a loopy bunch, Katina and Alange one. But everybody pretty much. I don't I don't know what's going on with them. But I mean it's. What do we do? Six days? It's six days till decision day. It's 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 winding down, man. It's it's gonna be crazy. Alright, so that's the end of the episode, but you know what it is. You know what time it is. It's the skin deeps, the and self edition card game. And I am on number number ninety one. Alright, let's see what number ninety one is. Alright, number ninety one. What mental states do I find myself often in and what will I lose by letting them go? Whoa, it's pretty diesel. What mental state do I find myself in often and what will I lose by letting them go? 
what mental state i don't know i I don't know if i can answer this one what mental state do i find myself in often (sighs) oh oh sadness like i said with uh uh kevin and rosa sadness um the mental state and what will i lose for letting go nothing really i think i'd gain everything if i if i if i let go of the sadness i mean i'm not really that sad but like it's like it's melancholy you know what i mean like just trying to move forward um today you know i I made some advances in my personal life well hopefully it it works into that and that's what i'm trying to do you know what i mean just because like i hate being in the middle man like i want to like move forward i don't want to be stagnant anymore i want to hone in on my skills and just get to it you know what i mean that's 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 exactly what i want to do and not only get to it be successful at it so so it feels like it was worth it you know and then of course get that money get that dough you know and then after that i can work on love and start trying to get a family Uh, well a girlfriend and a family you know what i mean so yeah and that's 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 my thing (laughs) but yeah all right so that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, podbean spotify amazon music audible listen notes stitcher iHeartRadio, and Wisdom. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. Yeah, if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>